You're listening to Clouser on Business. Thanks for coming back. I'm Clouser, your host. Thanks for being with us today. I was challenged the other day when someone asked me how I kept motivated with my work and how I continue to get things done. This question has been asked to many successful business people over the course of years, just not to Clouser. I've come to the conclusion it's it's the habits that we build into our lives that help us to accomplish the matters that are our responsibility. And along with building habits, as important is the routine in place to establish the habit. Well, our topic today is on habits, if you haven't guessed that already. Why we have them, how do you develop them, and how do you sustain them. Heidi Bird's with me today to help shed some light on the topic of habits. So, welcome back, Heidi. Hi, Klauser. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're a highly motivated uh, person that's on top of your game. I'm sure that uh, you've built some key habits into your life to help you get through uh, your daily responsibilities. Yeah, I think in life in general, but then also, to your point, the topic of business, that's really important too. Yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, habits, we're talking business habits and you know th- that help us in the business realm, but uh, find them on the personal side too. I'm not sure really if you can separate the two. Quite, quite frankly, but uh, the podcast is a business podcast, so we'll keep it keep it to that uh, arena. But anyway, uh, before we get started, I just uh, wanted to delve into the topic. I wanted to give a definition of what a habit is, and this comes from Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. A habit is a behavioral pattern acquired by frequent repetition or physiologic exposure that shows itself in regularity or increased facility of performance. And along with that, the definition for a routine is a habitual or mechanical performance of an established procedure. Because I think sometimes, Heidi, people get the, the term habit and routine mixed up, but they really are two separate things, and they, but they do go hand in hand. So um, I think you have a good example, because uh, I know your, some of your lifestyle habits. Uh, why don't you give us an example uh, from your life of a habit and then explain maybe the routine that goes along with that sure well one of the habits that I generally have is um, waking up and starting my day with a workout Um, I've been doing that since I was quite young actually even in high school playing sports um, because we had a class that was that early in the morning but I found I really loved doing that because it kind of woke me up got my brain working the blood flowing a little bit I've never been a huge you know coffee drinker so I felt that kind of just physio- just doing the physical sort of stimulation kind of really helps me to get up and have a positive habit throughout the day because um, I find, too, that especially in, my, in the working world, you can often get busy with your schedule. So if you plan on working out at noon, but then you have to go to lunch with someone or you have a business meeting after work or you're just tired after work, then that's a really easy way to say, oh, can't work out today. You know, how it'll have to be again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But in the morning, I can usually control my day if I'm not going anywhere or, you know. So for me, that just has become something that I've built into my life. And it feels, it just makes me feel good in the morning. Mm-hmm. So uh, now you've been doing, you know, probably working out for most of your life. Do you recall when you, uh, because I, I know you that you work out every day. So this is a habit that you've built into your life uh you know some people work out you know maybe x amount of times a week or every other day or whatever but do you recall when you were establishing the fact that you wanted to get up every morning in your case 
to work out uh, what, what all went in, what was all involved in getting that habit established? Yeah, I remember very clearly. Um, so when I went to college as an undergrad, you know, I think a lot of my classmates, some of them really love to sleep in and be kind of lazy and then, you know, go to class, you know, you can choose your own classes. It's not like high school where everything's kind of dictated to you. So, you know, they, you know, were forming habits that were kind of like staying out late, sleeping in, kind of doing the whole college thing, I guess. Um, but for me, I, um, I had to work one through college and also had some really neat opportunities to work in different positions. And so I needed to take my classes earlier in the morning, but also, um, I just found that college to me, we had to create our own structure and I wasn't really used to that. So unless I came up with my own daily plan, I just felt kind of lost a little bit. Like there was no kind of structure to my day. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you brush your teeth before you go to bed and when you wake up in the morning, but you know, I need more structure kind of in between in order to get everything done. That's just how I um, operated. And, you know, I think that that just made me, like I said, it gave it gave me order to the day, but also kind of, you know, I, I like to start planning, you know, thinking forward to what I'm going to accomplish that day. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, I know for some I've heard, um, and we'll move on to the business side of this in a second, but uh, I know for some people who maybe want to establish a workout routine, morning's the, you know, the time to do it maybe because of the things you were saying, you're, you're, you've got a social life after work. Uh, there's no consistency in what is afforded to you on an evening basis. So, um, and I would be the same way. I'd, you know, I would normally get up and do that first thing in the morning, uh, not necessarily get it out of the way, but get it to do it then because I know there's no consistency um, with the schedule after work. So when when you know I've heard people say, okay, well I just find it hard to get up and whatever, but eventually they they figure out a way to do that, and that's by you know, setting the alarm, doing certain things before they go to bed, you know, the prior, you know, prior for retiring for the previous day. So there's some, there's some things that you need to do uh, in order to get a, a habit established. However, the things that you do during your workout routine, for instance, now is we're talking about the routine part, the mechanical part of what goes in uh, the benefit of trying to get the hab- habit established. Yeah, I think, and that's a really good point to make, is that for me, obviously, I'm not going to run 25 miles every single day. That's just silly. But I like to keep the routine, even if I have a really light workout, because by stretching or by, you know, doing the things that sort of just get my sort of, like I said, my mind and my faculties ready for the day, I find that it doesn't really matter if you have a strenuous workout all the time. You know what I mean? It's just the act of going down there, even if you are going to, you know, do something a little bit lighter. For me, it's very psychological, and it's healthy for me to just have lots of water in the morning, and I feel like it doesn't matter what kind of what you do necessarily all the time, but it's it's a preparation stage uh, for the rest of the day, kind mm-hmm. of setting the tone. Yeah. Okay. So for a, this, this is just going to be a simple business um, example or applied to business. So um, I may wish, I may want to establish the habit of reviewing my next day's agenda prior to leaving the office each day. Okay. So let's use a, reviewing my agenda for the next day. That's equal to wanting to, exercise okay that's Mm -hmm. the habit i want to 
build. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, thoughts to consider, you know, as we talked about your workout and this type is, okay, what time should I do this? The best time, you know, it seems like would be the last half hour, 45 minutes, whatever that time requirement is uh, to do it. So try to clear schedules, like setting the alarm clock for an early time or whatever, just setting your time aside on your calendar. If it's 4.15 in the afternoon, then 4.15 to 5 or whatever time you knock off for the day, uh, make that the time that you're going to do this. The mechanics, your routines, like in your workout, for instance, the the reps of whatever, the running, the stretching, the you know the lifting or whatever, is the mechanics in the business application with this example would be uh, what kind of review service do you have to go over your next day's agenda? What type of, whether it's a written, like a day timer or just a blank sheet of paper or a uh, maybe a task uh, module that's associated with some sort of time management that you have on your desktop or within your um, business planning um, uh, software yeah. is that's the uh, that would be the equivalent of what you do during the workout time yeah and I think that it's really important to get yourself uh, some kind of a habit of how you do that so it's not even just the act of keeping it in a planner or something like that but how do you make sure that you go through the day you just had so say I had a really just a ton of meetings in one day I think having some sort of organizational principle so that you can, you know, absolutely take good notes, but have all of your to do's and then put them all together somewhere. Right. Mm -hmm. That would be the purpose of that. So Mm -hmm. there are a variety, I think, of things that you would have to then put into your routine to go in order to accomplish that. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, these are so these are just two small simple examples of you know how we're setting the tone our, on our discussion today but you know uh, Heidi the 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 first question I would have of anybody that's telling me that they're trying to establish a habit or maybe I see that uh, man or lady in business that just seems to be really on top of their game they've got their schedules figured out they've got how they go about something figured out and I see that they do something you know habitually they've established a habit in their in their life but the question i would have for anybody when you tell me hey i want to establish a habit of doing this would be what's the purpose in why you want to do that yeah i think that's really important this actually reminds me um earlier this week i had a chance to do some team building um with my company and one of the things that came out of those discussions were that we were all going to figure out how to communicate a little bit better. And we had to say out loud one thing that we took away from the meeting and then the the follow-up of how are we going to accomplish that every, every day or every week or whatever. And so I think that that was really useful because like you were just talking about, I've I've had to pledge, as everyone did, one thing that I was going to do in order to make the communications better. And so now every single day I write down one takeaway from how communication either was very successful or what questions I had or what was confusing and how could that be better. So at the end of the week, I'm going to have five of those every single day. And then we can come together and share all of you know our learnings. So 
that was just one thing that I took away from this joint meeting this last week. So it is possible to establish new things, and I think you can't be afraid to try them. Who knows if it's going to work out or if everyone can keep it up, keep doing what we pledged to do in that meeting. But I think it's always good to try and expand upon building new good healthy habits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, with with the purpose defined in that, it helps make uh, you know things go a lot better too. I mean, right. I think it'll help getting people engaged in those type of situations where. People know that if you're the leader of the group, uh, as an example, and you're trying to get something accomplished, then they'll understand, you know, what's going on. Yeah. So the goal was, right, we're, we've got some communication breakdown. So that's the why. And then how are we going to do this? And then everyone needs to follow through as a, as a routine practice. So mm-hmm. we'll see if it works. Yeah. Well, habits are established to accomplish uh, goals. And, um, you know, whether it's on the personal level with the example of the workout, uh, there's a purpose in that it's either keep the energy level up maybe it's a weight uh, maintenance type of thing or maybe uh, weight loss or uh, just you know to build up uh, you know you know muscle in one's body or whatever but uh, there's a um, there's a purpose behind it and the same holds true in business whether it's to improve our leadership help us carry out and fulfill our responsibilities there's an underlining reason of why we should be doing that or why we want to do that. And I know for me personally, I don't, I, I really don't do anything unless there's a purpose behind it. And I, I'm thinking I'm going to get down the road, uh, in a positive way, maybe in a more efficient way. And the same holds true for those who, uh, work with me and uh, work for me and, and around me. And, uh, you as a leader of your company may wish to accomplish some operational improvements and, to get your management staff on board with your process. Uh, I'm reminding, uh, reminded of how uh, Alan Mulally, who headed up uh, the Ford Motor Company's turnaround uh, back in uh, 2009, 10, 11, in that, in that area, um, and how he worked with his top managers. Uh, the habit he wished to establish uh, with his uh, managers was for them to be reviewing and analyzing the areas of their responsibilities. At, at the time, and you can read more about this in The American Icon by uh, Bryce G. Hoffman. It's a great uh, book. It's an easy read. But anyway, uh, how Malali approached it and how he got the habit that he wanted to have established was for his top managers to be reviewing, analyzing, and you know developing ideas on how to make improvements within their particular divisions at Ford Motor Company at the time. So he did this through establishing a weekly meeting with set routines. As you read the the account in the book, if you take the time, you'll find that the top managers had been working in such a dysfunctional um, environment at Ford Motor Company. It was kind of a cutthroat uh, situation. People weren't, you know, were kind of stabbing each other in the back, so to speak, and the, oh, it'll never work attitude. Well, Mullally came out of Boeing, very successful there. And so his routine, if you will, was they had these weekly meetings and, and they went through, you know, around the table, the same thing every week, but each week the managers had to come back and, um, and report. And once they seen that Mulally was really engaged and was very sincere about, hey, making some major changes and getting Ford turned around, then they started, you know, performing. But the um, it was just very interesting on how that habit got established, and then people were really looking forward to 
that meeting because they were wanting to come and show what they had done to improve their uh, their their responsibilities. But again, you can read this account uh, in the book called The American Icon by Bryce Hoffman. Heidi, what say you? That sounds like a really interesting read, and um, I'm always interested in how people uh, go about making these process improvements, and it sounds like that was it served two functions, right? One would be to get people to share and change culture, and then the other is to just build the habit of collaboration and sharing things while at the same time um, making holding them accountable for what they were supposed to be doing. So that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good one that I think he did. He used very wisely to mm-hmm. do that. So Heidi, let me ask you this, uh, you, uh in uh, the industry you work in, you have to stay on top of things and uh, stay, uh, up the snuff, so to speak on, uh, things happening in your industry and in the research industry. Uh, do you have, uh, I mean, how do you, uh, establish time to, uh, so you've got the time set aside uh, to have quality time to read and read, you know, research on the research industry. So this <laughs> yeah. So you know, I get some industry publications that I read from time to time when I can. I also get a lot of. Um, I've set up very spe- industry specific uh, newsletters that I get once a week, um, and I'll take the time to read those when I can. Um, usually, it's about three times a week. Um, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I do that because um, I usually once a week like to share something for my team. So I think part of being a leader is that you share information in a positive way. And it doesn't always have to be something that you write or that, you know, here's what I think about this. It's, hey, here's a really interesting article on X topic. Discuss, you know, let's talk about it. So I think that that part of that um, is really important to get keep the team engaged. And also, I think for us, uh, sometimes we get stuck in the weeds a lot because what we do has a lot of different process components to it. So it's very easy to spend a whole week just kind of going through the basic things without really popping your head up and saying, okay, well, how is this impacting the industry as a whole? Or how is this impacting my client? Or what are we really doing this for? And I think that's a problem that a lot of people have, um, that, you know, it's easy to get bogged down in the day-to-day stuff. And that probably isn't just for my industry. It's probably f- in a, a lot of industries. Yeah, and, and uh, the point of my question was, uh, you know, it's there's a lot of us uh, within our responsibilities in our career and our continuing education for myself, for instance, is, you know, how do you, what kind of, I mean, what habit have you established to where you have that personal time to yourself, no one can get to it, and because I know it, it is difficult to establish a habit like that, because um, it kind of goes back to the adage, uh, uh, you know, those who uh, plan to fail. Well, well, if you don't plan your time, I guess mm-hmm. this is the one. If you don't plan your time, your time will get planned for you. You allow, yeah, you allow people and things to get into an area. But if you've established a habit, like we're talking about today that whether it's once a week, twice a month, once a month, you know, whatever that time is needed, if that habit hasn't been established to set that time aside to read, do your, you know, do the research, whatever contemplation, you know, it just may be a time, you know, quiet time where you can, you know, reflect or meditate upon, 
you know, things at hand uh, yeah. that uh, that are on your desk at work and, you know, and the things you need to be thinking about uh, for the future. Again, it comes back to, you know, the purpose. Is there, you know, is there a purpose there to, to do that? So. Yeah, I mean, and it may not sound glamorous, but sometimes that has to come at 12 o'clock noon while you're eating your sandwich. I mean, you you can go after it in different ways, but if you are having a really, you know, a, a hard time where your time is very limited, um, then you have to remind yourself to find a time to do that. And sometimes that's, I, I really like using my Outlook calendar too. I'll, I'll put it that way because you can, once it's on your schedule, then sometimes that means that peop, other people who share your calendar can't book a meeting over it if you've already put in 20 minutes or 15 minutes in there. And so they don't typically overschedule you. So, cause I used to do that all the time where I would have gaps in my schedule that didn't have anything, but that I, in my own mind, knew I was going to take or spend doing something else. So I typically, I started doing that when I had a lot of people reporting to me where I would literally put stuff on my own calendar. So I booked myself. (laughs) So that was, so are you saying that was the way that you helped yourself establish that habit or? Yeah. Yeah, because because I think, I think, for a habit, uh, what do they say? It takes 22, 21, 22 days to, to build a habit. So, but, uh, and there, that is true. Uh, but once you get that established, but, uh, just want to dif- differentiate though, uh, a habit that is, you know, there, it's a part of our lives and, uh, for, you know, versus something that just happens, you know, uh, intermittent, right. intermittently, because then I wouldn't call that a habit necessarily. Yeah, no, I made it a habit of ske- taking control of my own schedule, I yeah. guess is the point. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, the Clouser Coda for this podcast is purpose in life, both on the personal and business side, drive establishing habits. Well, we're out of time for today. We hope this has been helpful and that you are living your life with purpose that is causing you to want to build some good, positive habits in your life. Remember to mention our podcast to your friends and business associates. We are on TuneIn, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, and always at ClouserOnBusiness.com. Well, all for now, you've been listening to Clouser on Business.